I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. We're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Hey, y'all. Listen, I don't know if I ever told you, the whole hey, y'all thing came from my time living in Mississippi when I used to say, you guys, hey, you guys. And I had a few students that were like, you guys, you guys. And they were like picking at me. But it was the first time in my life that I had been in a deep southern state. And I'd also saw professionals, doctors and lawyers and people from these, you know, well-to-do backgrounds would introduce themselves or not introduce themselves they would you know come into a room and they would greet everybody and they would say hey y'all and I always liked hey y'all but was afraid to dip into the hey y'all out of fear of being seen as a country bumpkin but I love hey y'all so much endearment there so much endearment there but to say the least I am so glad that you're here this week and every week I really enjoy just feeling like we come into this very sacred space to just share and to be and to grow, to have these honest conversations about all things life and business and to just, you know, be the best versions of who we know we're supposed to be, who we can be, right? So just seems like the right time to have a conversation with you about not holding back on your dream, whatever that dream may be, however it may look or seem, just really want to encourage you today to think about pursuing whatever it is that you know you want to pursue and not getting caught up in other people's again expectations or thoughts about what your life should look like to do the thing that makes you the happiest I was having a conversation recently with a young lady and something she said to me really really hit home her thought was you know you spend 75% of your life working you might as well do something that you're going to enjoy. You might as well do something that will make you happy. And I thought about that and I just thought about it because I'm like, damn, she really said that. And while I recognize that I'm doing what I love, I'm doing the thing that, you know, makes me happy. It's not that it's without work or without hardship because it absolutely is that it comes all the time. But it is to say that I realize when I get up every morning and I have to get to work, I don't have to fight myself about going to work or about doing projects or about showing up because I really, really love what I'm doing. When you are living your dream and even still working towards the other parts of your dreams that, you know, just takes time. It's just the most, I don't know, ridiculously empowering and exciting thing to ever experience. And I tell you that because I had no thought of what my life would look like when I left higher education. Like I was terrified of what I would do. Could I do anything else? Did I have any other skill sets that would, you know, really convert to something different? And then naturally this entrepreneurship thing was like, eh, give it a try. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh my goodness. Why did I know about this sooner? 
And while I have, you know, no regrets about the time it took me to get to entrepreneurship, and again, this is a thing that I've like done the longest, so I feel, I want to say the longest consistently. So to be in one area doing one thing, and that's just me being straight up with you, it's the thing that helped me see so much about myself. But when I say don't hug back on your dream, if there is a business that you want to start, a podcast, a blog, whatever, a workshop, whatever that thing is, uh, write a book, you should do it. You should do it. Find that thing that is going to have you look forward to each day, even if in the work that you're doing, even if that's just temporary, is not the thing that you prefer or desire the most. You've got to find meaning. You've got to find something in your life that excites you and awakens your spirit for you to even think that it's worth living and it's kind of like well dang how can you say that no really if you're just living each day going through the motions sometimes you may look up and be like yeah what is all this even for like that's just being real with you so when I tell you don't hold back on your dreams as you are pursuing your dream every day has a different horizon I mean duh but like the horizon's brighter <laughs> and it gives you this sense of I don't know, just this value and this worth that you already have, but it just amplifies it to really be doing the thing that brings you just so much joy. But even as I'm saying this to you and it's like, what are you trying to convince me to do? Quit my job? Nope, not unless you want to. But what I'm trying to convince you to do is to stop being afraid of what you know you want to do and do that even if you don't know how things are going to shape up or how things are going to turn out it's just you got to do it you don't hold back because here's what i know first thing is that you are more capable than what you probably think so whatever that thing is that is your dream and if it scares you because it seems so large that's becoming a millionaire if it's being a pro ball player if it's traveling the world so many things that are dreams right but you're more capable than what you think of being able to reach, achieve, make that dream come true. And the thing that I think is really important for you to understand is what making a dream comes true is based on what that thing looks like for you. So even setting the tone for what does it mean for me to be well-traveled? What does it mean to me to be a pro ball player? So I may not make the NBA here, but does that mean I can't afford to go across seas and play ball? Or what does it mean for me to be a multimillionaire entrepreneur, which, you know, is one of my dreams, right? What does that look like for me? How will I get there? Is my goal 10 years or 20 years or 15 years? What, what does that look like? But I am capable and you are capable. You just have to know what the goal is to even be able to start to work toward it and to know when you have achieved that dream, right? To know when you feel it and you're like, yo, I'm living my dream right now and I'm unstoppable. You got to do it. You got to at least try because here's the other thing I know. You won't know how possible or impossible, for lack of better words, your dream is until you actually try. So as long as you are in your head about your dream and just dreaming and daydreaming and night dreaming and dreaming over brunch, it's all just a dream. But until you actually try, do you know what you're going to be able to achieve in that thing? So starting by knowing that you're capable and then turning around and actually trying to say, well, hey, I'm going to go for this thing because it is my dream. At least it's not something that is in vain. 
right? At least you can even say, maybe I didn't achieve the dream in this way, but I want to take this route because this is my new dream because your dreams can change. But until you pursue that thing that is burning within you to just do it, you can't be mad at yourself for the world for that matter, for what's not happening. So that also leads me to the idea that, and it's similar, but different that a dream will always be a dream until you take action. And so they're one and the same, right? One is it nothing beats a failure but a try. But when you try, trying, what does that action look like? What does it mean for you to really not just, um, <laughs> well, I make my dreams come true and I'm going to go to this one workshop and my dreams have come true. No, 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 no. What are the actions that you should be taking consistently to make your dreams come true? So that's how they're different. You know, the failure, nothing beats failure but to try. But then on the flip side, a dream will always be a dream until you take action. But once you try, you can't just try and be done with it. You have to continue to take action. You have to continue to do things and show up and work toward the dream. Unless, I guess, you want to be a multimillionaire. You just happen to hit a scratch off and hit the jackpot. Boom. But even then, you got to manage that money, right? And you got to do things with it that are worthwhile to be able to stay a millionaire. Because otherwise, you just don't go back to broke. <laughs> Y'all have heard the stories. But even in taking action, sometimes you got to sit down with yourself and say, what is my plan for making my dream come true? For me, when I left higher education, which has been five years ago, I did not have a plan for making my dream come true until about three months. And I was like, you know, I've been away three months. I don't think I'm going to go back into a professional setting where I'm working for somebody else. Let me try to do this motivational speaking thing and see how it works out. So when doing that, I started to say, so what does it take for me to be a motivational speaker? Let me start reaching out to people to see if they need a speaker. Let me start pitching myself to even the smallest of companies and schools and being present to be able to help others, to empower them, to inspire them. Let me do that. So even then, it was taking just the first steps and continue to take action that things continue to evolve. And I continue to learn. I continue to ask the right questions to get the right answers to continue to push me until five years later, which, you know, if you know anything over 80, 85 percent of businesses fail within five years. And that's got to do with a lot of things. But so to make it to five years, it's like, oh, damn, that's pretty significant. But it's being relentless in the pursuit of my dreams as well. It's knowing that I was capable it's knowing that until I tried, I wouldn't know if I would make it. And it's also realizing my dream was going to be a dream until I took action, but not just action, consistent action at that. Now, something else I want you to know that when you're pursuing a dream, they're always going to be naysayers or people who are going to think that it's crazy or maybe it's not a good time or why would you do that when you should be doing something else and you're so talented in this area? Or, well, I don't understand or that doesn't make sense to me. Like, please block out that noise. Please block it out. Because as long as there are people who are guiding you in other ways or trying to tell you other things about yourself and you are fighting with yourself about what other people say or suggest or advise and what you really want, you're always going to find that you're going to have internal conflict. And that's one thing that I had to really come to terms with when I took my path, um, when I decided that I was really just leaping, leaping into nothingness. <laughs> that's what I did. But really to be in a space where I was like, yo, 
I hear what you say, trusted mentor, trusted friend. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you that this isn't working out for me. But what happened is I had to ask myself the question, well, why are you relying on other people to tell you what works out for you or what should work or how you should be thinking about this thing when you know what's best for you? And this is something you're going to have to do for yourself because nobody else is living your life but you, Eve. So when I had that conversation with myself, likely in the car on the way home after just feeling completely overwhelmed with life and everything else, I did what I thought was the hard thing to do. And I, again, took that leap. And I didn't ask for anybody's approval. And this is one of the first times in my life that I just didn't spend a lot of time saying, do you think this is right? Or what do you know about this? I'm like, the hell with it, just do it. And in doing that, there were some folks who were like, it doesn't make sense to, you know, gotta have a plan or I wouldn't do that. And I'm saying this from just months before conversations with, what would you do if you were going to transition or move into a new situation? But I'm like, yeah, but everybody's not you. and. At some point, when you realize there are always going to be people who may even be advising you or sharing thoughts with you based on their own fears and their own doubts of things that they couldn't do, you got to be mindful of that. So for me, when I was like, yo, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to trust myself in this. I will figure it out five years later. <laughs> and I'm like, going to pull out my Monica like, I'm still standing. But really, um, and now like hindsight, it's really interesting to have conversations with individuals whom I love, whom I adore, and for them to be like, I'm so glad that you did what you needed to do because you are happier than I've ever seen you. You're more enthused than I've ever seen you. You're more balanced than I've ever seen you. So listening to yourself, even when I was afraid for you, I was glad that you, know, you did it anyway because it's just nice to see you where you are. And honest, it's really exciting. It's affirming even to hear these wonderful things from people that you do love. Because, you know, when you love people, their opinions do matter. Now, while yours ends up being the one that matters the most, let's just be for real. It's about having the uplift in the community, the love, all of that, right? That comes from those that we care about. And to hear them pour positive words into us and positive energy feels really amazing. So for me, it was like, yo, you know, cool. But even... In pursuing my dream and being a motivational speaker, there are people who like, yo, she can't speak or don't like her talk or who does she think she is? I'm me. And that's what I'm going to be. <laughs> so the same thing for you. Do you be you, however that may be, because in pursuit of your dream, it is your dream and yours alone. And nobody else is going to be feeling regretful or sad if you don't pursue your dream or do the thing that matters to you most. Nobody but you. So that's just what it is. Now, here is the thing that I want to leave you with. The last thing of, of thinking about not holding back on your dream is this. There are people, and I'm sure you've probably heard it before, that are less qualified than you are doing more than you do. They are pursuing their dreams and they're doing so they got past the fear. Now, the part about saying that people are less qualified. Okay, so let's just say that's relative, right? Because we may look at somebody and we don't know always what skill sets or abilities that they have that we don't have that may make them a perfect candidate for whatever they're doing so sometimes we got to be mindful of saying that but I gave you that particular phrase or saying because I know that you'd understand where I'm about to take you with this there are people who are doing things that you know you can do the difference is that they weren't afraid to pursue it and that's why they're doing it. Oh, your girl got bars. <laughs> now I wouldn't try for that. But really though, 
There are people who are doing those things and they are like unapologetic and unafraid and showing up and making moves. And the only difference is that they were like, yo, I'm going to do this. I'm going to know that I'm capable. I'm going to block out the naysayers. I'm going to know that if I'm going to try, I'm going to try this and know if I can do it and figure it out. And I'm going to figure it out by continuing to take action. Like they did all of that. And that's how they continue to show up, just not being afraid. So that just goes back to the point to you or for you that once you get past your fear of your dream, because I, I'm fearing my dream, how can you say that? There's always fear. Do I have enough money? Am I smart enough? Or is anybody going to show up and support, you know, what I'm doing or how I'm doing it? Or what if I fail? Fear shows up in several ways, right? Several ways. But to you, I say, don't let that be the thing that keeps you back. And don't let that be the thing where every time you look up, there's yet somebody else who's doing something that you're thinking to yourself, well, how they do that? I'm going to tell you how they did it. They just did it. They wanted to do it and they didn't make an excuse. They showed up. They were like, yo, I'm going to be out here and y'all don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I'm going to show up anyway. I'm going to fake till I make it. I'm going to do my thing. So for you, my love, my friend, my fam, I just want you to not hold back. I just want you to feel like you have and to know that you have the power within you to make something that's just a thought in your head something that just ponders in your spirit that just sits with you i want you to know that you can manifest it and make it a reality and no matter what you got to be happy you have to be happy life is too short to not be happy to not be your best self whatever that looks like to not be doing a thing that you love even if that means doing that thing is on the side until you can do it full time that's if you even want to do it full time but whatever it may be again i say don't hold back on your dream. And one of my dreams I'll share as I'm wrapping up has been to create a program to help those who are fellow entrepreneurs, um, especially first generation college students and graduates to start and grow their businesses. And as much as I was thinking, what do I know about entrepreneurship? What can I share with anybody? How can I help people grow? I'm like, you know, you know, a whole damn lot, <laughs> you know, make it a five years, just, you know, kind of doing nothing. And so, you know, I am launching the EW Trailblazer Society, which is a membership incubator, essentially, to help those who want to start and grow their businesses and have the accountability and the community and the master classes and training and all those fun things like making my dream come true. Because as I look out there and I see that other people are doing things, I'm like, yeah, I can do that too. And while it's not about thinking that they're less qualified, it's just if this is your dream, pursue it. So as I'm in this five-year mark, so, so excited to be doing it. Um, be something that I would just help other people to make their dreams a reality, to be economically empowered and to be able to leave their legacy as well. Because what's important to me is to be able to help others along the way. And I know this is my one way, at least one of those ways that I can contribute to doing those things. So, yeah, but if you even want to check out and learn more about the program, I definitely invite you to do so. Um, if you check the show notes, there is a link that will guide you to learn more about the program. And it'll only be open a couple of times a year. Um, so that as well, because I can just be really laser focused on those who really want to do the work and who are excited about being able to, again, make their dreams a reality. But uh, yeah, but I love you. 
I love you. I love you. Again, check the show notes for that link. And always feel free to reach out if there's anything I can do to support, you know, because I got you back. All right, on that note, continue to be good to yourself. Continue to trust yourself and continue to keep pressing forward. I love you. Peace out.